everybody welcome back to another episode of spiritual gangster certified i am your host illy fish this week we have gemini brown's nalo kicking knowledge weekly floorcast and i just want to do a little astro check-in to see how you guys are dealing with the energy since we just came out of a venus retrograde i feel like a lot of people are like "Ooh, okay that intensity it's just like completely over but then we walk right into a mercury retrograde i have posted a meme that i I felt kind of really uh, (laughs) put it out there about how a lot of people are feeling. Like you stepped in gum and then you're just about to step in shit. (laughs) But it doesn't have to be um, that way. I wanted to have a little bit of a discussion about retrogrades and what you can do during those times. And also what we should be looking at after retrogrades. So, you know, when you know, the planet is still in shadow, so it's traversing the area that it covered during its retrograde, and now it's going back over that area. So that's what we'll be doing this week. I hope everybody has had a peaceful, productive week thus far, and that you guys are in a good headspace and handling this Mercury retrograde well. So sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of Spiritual Gangsta Certified. What's going on, world? It's your boy Gemini Brown here, back with another episode of Nalo Kicking Knowledge. Today, we'll be taking a look at this week's forecast, seeing what the stars have in store for us. So let's get into it. As always, shout out to the Scorpios celebrating birthdays this week. This is the last leg of Scorpio season. By the end of this week, we'll be in Sagittarius season. So, um, word of advice is just uh, definitely a time to, uh, with everything going on, retrogrades finishing, another retrograde beginning, just looking looking at how you've changed, how the retrogrades help you change or transform what you released uh, the previous full moon, and you know, things of that nature. So it's a good time to review for Scorpio season. Um, You know, Scorpios uh, with birthdays this week, pay attention. This is your solar energy for the year. All right. So we've survived one retrograde. Now it's time for another one. And y'all know me. I'm not even like one of those people like, oh my God, retrogrades are terrible. You know, they, they feel how they feel, but ultimately it's a time for discovery. So very interesting times with uh, Venus still being direct now, but still in the shadow period. So it's revisiting uh, the places that it went during the retrograde. And I really, this is why I stress to everybody about like just taking notes, man, and, and really paying attention to what happens when certain aspects are occurring. If you've got energy around these degrees, so whether this Venus is trying to, one of your other planets opposing or whatever, there's definitely significant things, you know, occurring uh, within your life. And it's best to, you know, be aware of, you know, how you can take advantage of that or further learn from it. So uh, with it going back through these degrees, I would just, you know, pay attention and try to understand what the universe is is showing us about uh 
in this particular area of life. So, for example, say you may have met someone when Venus first went through these degrees, right? Now, you, when it was in pre-shadow, say you met someone then, okay? And you've been talking to them or whatever, or, or you got a promotion. You basically want to see from then till now, what have you learned? How, how has that uh, progressed? Have you messed that up in some type of way, right? And try to gain further understanding of a pattern or, you know, how you have taken advantage of that, gotten better or whatever. So I always say the, the shadow period is a continued time to learn because it's we're going to revisit or be shown again certain qualities about ourselves or you know why we met someone or why this occurred okay so just you know that's some uh food for thought but venus still is in its shadow period um so mercury is now retrograde and mercury retrogrades are you know it's that time where communication isn't meant to be uh uh, flowing okay it's really a receptive time communication we need to be communicating inwards it this is a significant one because of the presence of uh mars in pisces now creating a, a square to this other uh sagittarius energy okay and things of that nature so that's going to play into the full moon we got the moon actually you know going through a lot this week but so this is going to affect the Merc mercury retrograde because as always we're going to have the need or feel the need to get things off our chest and it's not that we can't get them off our chest is that we have to take time just what the retrograde is about take time to review what it is that we're feeling and gauge the best way and time to communicate what it is that we feel. So instead of just coming, this energy this week is going to make you want to confront whoever or whatever you, it is you need to deal with, right? I would do that in a very subtle way. So self-reflecting, journaling, okay? Uh, seeking advice. Say it's someone that you need to say something to. I would seek advice from another, like someone who you consider wise, right? Or, you know, um, just anyone who can uh, gauge, help you better understand what it is that you need to say, okay? And if you're saying it in the correct way. So be someone who's going to give you some wisdom and be honest with you rather than just coming uh at that person, okay? But like I said, nonetheless, if you're Mercury ruled, you're gonna be feeling this uh, retrograde uh, more intensely than others. So go within, review yourself. If you're feeling scattered with Mars and Pisces, it's definitely time to do some spiritual work, things of that nature, all right? So with Scorpio season ending, so by the end of the week, Friday, uh, we have a full moon occurring in the sign of Sagittarius and the moon will be in Gemini. 
uh, and with Mars in Pisces, it's going to create a T-square. So, overall, this week, our emotions, we're going to be really irritated, agitated, going through a lot. Uh, the moon will be squaring Saturn when it's in Aries, uh, as well as squaring Pluto. This is going to add to, you know, the agitation, the frustration, the emotional ups and downs. So by the time the full moon comes around, we're probably going to want to explode. But like I just said previously, take your time. Be, be careful of what you say, alright? Don't say, don't be too hasty, okay? Don't be impulsive because Mars here in Pisces is like, I don't want conflict, but in the spur of the moment, I might just, you know, go to an extreme and do something that, you know, I end up regretting. So be careful of letting your anger run away with you because you're probably more than likely end up regretting that. The way to combat this is to literally get into a spiritual zone, combat it with, you know, meditation, even even if you need to, you know, have a drink to take the edge off, do something, find some type of release, okay? Because that's what full moons are about. Find some type of release, but in a spiritual way or in a, a creative way, all right? You, you don't want to, you want to take that aggression and this is what we actually call transmuting, okay? So with the moon being in Gemini, it is an excellent time to be to have an intellectual understanding of how we feel and why we feel. For those of us um, who haven't necessarily been, you know, um, using our energy in the correct manner, we're going to be enlightened about uh, what, what we've been doing to this point. And the key, like I said, is going to be some type of spiritual approach. It could be changing your diet exercising more because remember the opposite side of Pisces is Virgo so it speaks through through spiritual practices you know we find practical ways of exerting our energy all right so all of this is uh, going to be in play this week so you know uh, definitely take it easy reflect okay um, be in tune with the energy do your rituals Okay, and just like I said, release that energy, that frustration in a very spiritual or creative way and you'll be fine. All right. Keep this in mind. This too shall pass. All right. Find a mantra. So this is my interpretation of this week's energy. I hope you guys enjoy. If you haven't subscribed to my channel, feel free to do so. Till next time. Peace. everybody um happy Mer mercury retrograde to you guys um i don't necessarily look at this as a negative time i feel like mercury retrograde has gotten a bad rap in astrology and it's probably one of the only things that a lot of people on a grander scale even know about um, past sun sign astrology and it's basically become the pumpkin spice latte basic bitch of astrology which is funny but um, I wanted to go over 
how important it is not only for you know basically knowing how the mercury retrograde is going to impact you and also wanted to kind of talk about the fact that we just left a venus retrograde and now that venus is direct it's going to be covering all the areas that it did when it was retrograde so um it's now in 25 degrees libra and the retrograde started at 10 degrees scorpio so um from now until about december 17th we're going to be recovering that area that we had already covered when venus was retrograde so but anyway wanted to stress the importance of really being familiar with your own natal chart and looking at how transits impact you directly there is absolutely nothing wrong with knowing the astrological weather in you know a general sense in like you know how it's going to impact and affect us all matter of fact shout outs to the eclectic shaman i just started working with them as their astrologer and i've been writing some weekly horoscopes for sun moon and rising um you know to kind of give people uh, some guidance overall in general um but again I do feel it's very important to look at how the energetic weather is impacting you personally, you know? Um, I mean, granted, a lot of people don't necessarily feel comfortable with, you know, reading their chart. They're still getting familiar with it. I definitely encourage you to seek the help of any astrologers that you know that may be able to kind of help walk you through it. Because you want to be able to understand what opportunities lie ahead for you, what opportunities you can take just because of the astrological weather. So, matter of fact, to give you guys a clue, I'll use my own chart as an example. And I pull charts in a program called Astro Gold. Okay. I also use their companion um, computer software. Um, called Solar Fire Gold. So Solar Fire Gold is what I use on my PC. Astro Gold is their app. I absolutely love it. It's really convenient. It comes preloaded with a lot of different charts for people of note. You can save charts in here. You can export them. It's it's really kind of cool. Um, but anyway, so in my own chart, for instance, we want to kind of talk about, I want to get into Venus first since it just came out of its retrograde. Um, Venus is at 25 degrees Libra. It is basically conjunct within a four degree orb, my natal Pluto at 21 degrees Libra. I am a Libra rising, Libra rules my first house. And I remember when the sun in Libra was transiting my first house, it was like illuminating like myself, literally. And I felt a lot more in tune with my, I don't want to, it, it sounds shallow to say this, in tune with my beauty. But I don't want to just make it seem like it was superficial beauty because I feel like with my Pluto in the first house, I'm intense anyway. So the sun was hitting that intensity too. So it's like everybody couldn't necessarily handle me at that time. I noticed that. I journal a lot. I pay attention to what's going on and then kind of write down how people are responding or like little things that are going on with me. But anyway, as I was saying, Venus is 
not in retrograde anymore, but I don't want people to feel like, oh, that means, like, we're out of the woods. Because technically, you, you, you really kind of aren't. Because Venus went retrograde at 10 degrees Scorpio, and it retrograded all the way back to 25 degrees Libra, where it is now, okay? Now it has to move forward back over all that territory that it covered. So what does this tell us? Well, I'm sure there's been some lessons that have popped up, some purging that probably popped up, especially when it was in the intensity of Scorpio. Um, Because Venus can be kind of... I mean, it rules Libra. People talk about Libra energy all the time as being kind of flighty and superficial and just about all the beautiful things, etc. But while Venus was in Scorpio, I feel like we were forced to look at the intense side of things beyond the superficial, under the surface. Scorpio energy does not have time for superficiality. It's piercing. It wants to see beneath all that shit. So I feel like the first part of the retrograde for me was the most intense. Even when it was in shadow period before it technically went retrograde, I just, I was examining like so much and it started the retrograde started in my second house which is the house of values you know money material things that's Taurus ruled and as it moved backwards I did notice I was kind of forced to have to deal with some things that I could no longer act like weren't there like issues of self-worth for me I find, because of my Capricorn moon, like, I process my emotions in a compartmentalized way. Like, I'll box something away to be dealt with later. Like, I'll be like, okay, I don't have time. You know, there's too much work to do. Honestly, that's just how I feel. I've got to pack this away, and I'll deal with it later. Like, I I don't have time to deal with it right now. But, um, I kind of felt like I willingly was more able to look into some things during the retrograde that I normally would just like kind of just pass over. So as it was retrograding back out of my second house, back into my first house, the way that I looked at it is we all know the first house is the house of self, um, who you are. Um, so then the second house is about what you have, your, your, your values, etc. When you're cool with who you are, when you're okay and have done work on who you are, then you can actually value who you are. So with this going backwards, I had to look at what I had, um, what I valued, whether or not it was enough for me, was it too um, surface, and I use this term a lot, like, I don't like surface people, people who only, like, you know, kind of stay above the water, above the emotions, don't really want to get too deep into stuff, whereas I value intensity with Scorpio ruling my second house, but if you look at your own chart, what I want you to do is look at the area from 25 degrees Libra to 10 degrees Scorpio. That's the area of your chart where you were impacted by the last Venus retrograde. So, you know, if you can pull your chart and you feel comfortable with that, certainly go ahead. You can do a chart overlay, put the transits on there. If you want to see kind of what's going on now, back up a little bit to see what was going on, you know, during Venus retrograde. But call on an astrologer, an experienced astrologer if you need to, to kind of help you with this because 
again, I feel like general horoscopes are great, but nothing really beats knowing how the energy is going to impact you on a personal level. Now, we're also dealing with this Mercury retrograde right now, which, um, okay, it's at 12 degrees, Scorpio, I mean, not Scorpio, excuse me, Sagittarius, Mercury is retrograding um, right now through my third house of communication. And this has been a really pensive time for me. I can't even lie. I was feeling the effects of this earlier. Like, I had really grand ideas that I wanted to put into motion. And then, like, there was almost like a pause. Like, I had to go, wait. There's things that you thought of doing. You need to deal with those things first. Like, this is a time to review. People get scared of Mercury retrograde because they're like, oh, my God. Uh, you know, I've been told my electronics are going to break. I better back stuff up. Like, Mercury's the messenger, okay? So, yeah, I, I can co-sign with saying, yeah, if there's going to be a time frame where things like that are going to happen, this would likely be it. However... When you know that this is the energetic influence that we're under, then you can act appropriately. You know what I mean? Double check your texts before you're sending them. You might miscommunicate during this time frame. They say don't start anything new. And I kind of, there's a part of me that doesn't like saying that to people. You know, because I feel like in a way you're... I don't know, like, kind of squashing their enthusiasm, and I don't want to be the wet blanket. But, um, I think it's better to kind of use Mercury Retrograde. It's only a three-week period. Use it to kind of review some things. Um, you may have seen it written. I know when I first was learning about astrology, and I'm like, oh, okay, I really gotta get down in the lowdown on this Mercury Retrograde thing. It always was like, yo, don't sign any contracts, don't buy any property, don't get married, you know, because you don't want to get into any new arrangements. And I was like, yeah, that sounds like really depressing, but think about it. If you can focus your energy more on what has already, you know, come into creation, you can look and see what isn't quite right. You understand what I mean? Like, the energy of Mercury is being forced inward right now during this retrograde. And I natally have Mercury retrograde. Oh, and let me say this. I keep seeing a lot of posts and different things on Facebook where people are talking about Mercury retrograde and how if you, like, natally have it, oh, you're not affected. You're not affected when Mercury goes retrograde. And I kind of, I beg to differ. I beg to differ as a natal person with um, Mercury retrograde because even if, okay, because you have it natally, you're used to the energy going inward of Mercury, which I am, that still doesn't change the fact that you got to deal with all the people who do not necessarily have that comfort level with Mercury being retrograde. So you are affected. You're not an island. (laughs) You still got to deal with those people. So, um, don't get too haughty. I saw a lot of different people. I was like, damn, they are really feeling themselves because, well, my, my natal mercury is retrograde. So I'm not as affected. And it just kind of, I don't know. It made me laugh a little bit. You know, we don't want to take the superior stance to other people, especially since their, um, less experience with mercury retrograde behinds are still going to 
be going through it, and we're going to have to deal with it too. But <clears throat> encouraging all to kind of look over everything, seeing your chart where this is transiting. For me, <clears throat> with this Mercury retrograde, it's going to be transiting my third and my second house. I'm using this opportunity right now to go over some things that I started writing. Um, I have Neptune and my moon in my third house. So imaginative writing and communication and just feeling really drawn to it is something that is a big theme in my life. And I started, <laughs> I started writing like three books and I'm noticing right about now I'm starting to get into that groove again of I want to look over what I've wrote and I, I, I kind of feel like I need to finish that stuff before I, I embark on something new. So kind of look at your chart. <clears throat> again, if you don't feel comfortable being able to tell what's going on, holla at um, an, an astrologer. There's so many of us out here. Shout outs to, first of all, shout outs to Astro Pluto Queen, who I help, hope to have on soon. Because damn it, it's been a long time coming. Um, she's got her new website up. She's amazing. Um, Gemini Brown, Aquarius Roberts. Uh, we have Shula Chakras, definitely. Um, Transmuting Butterfly Astrology. So many different people out here. The Peace Dealer, who's, let me tell you, he read my chart and let me know what was coming this year, and it all happened. It all happened. It all happens. <laughs> but um, I want to encourage everybody. Look, we don't just do this work just to do this work. It's to be of benefit to people, to be able to help people. So holler at an astrologer. Shoot, holler at me if you want a reading. Um, and again, pay attention. The themes that came up between about... Maybe we should start with the shadow period. But I was going to say October 5th to about a couple of days ago, we're going to revisit those themes. So if, any, if anything came up for you relationship-wise, I know a lot of people have people popping up. Old lovers, exes, never were, all types of stuff was popping up during the retrograde. You should now be able to move forward if you've learned the lesson appropriately or seen why they popped up. Because what happens is, sometimes we're just like, oh my God, I'm, I'm being tortured when I have to deal with energy or a person that, you know, I thought I was done with. Well, the key is to ask yourself, what is this here to teach me? You know what I mean? I think we can process things a lot better once we're, be, we're able to understand, okay, well, maybe this person popped up to show me, if, have I learned how to set boundaries yet? Have I learned how to be patient yet? Have I learned how to say hell no? Have I learned how to say hell yes? There's so many different manifestations of that. And they're all personal to you and what you would know. So I would say, again, from now until about December 17th, look for some of that same energy that was present to be revisited. But we're moving forward this time, not backwards. So enjoy it for what it is. Do not let this Mercury retrograde scare you. There's no reason to be scared at all. At all. Use the energy wisely. Let's look over some areas of our lives that we should be looking over. And you'll know. I feel like <clears throat> when you really are honest with yourself, plus you look at the astrology that's going on at the moment, it provides you with such an opportunity. Such an opportunity 
there's no there's no lying in it it forces you to have to deal with everything laid bare so pull that chart pull that chart look at your transits holla at that astrologer let's get this work done but um that's all i wanted to talk about this week you guys um we've got some guest appearances coming next week and some other special stuff i'm really really excited again hope you guys are having a peaceful positive productive week and i most definitely will see you on the flip side illy out